Customer service lives online now, and it is the beginning and the end of the customer journey. Hey guys, it's your girl, Ashley Graham, and you are listening to Business Life and Coffee Podcast with your boy, Joey Price. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Business Life and Coffee Podcast, where we help entrepreneurs become a better version of themselves as they help build a better version of their business. This week, we are chatting with Rev Ciancio, who is the Director of Industry Insights for Yext, where he works to ensure customer success as they deploy the Yext Knowledge Engine on behalf of their businesses. Over his 20-year career, he has managed business development, digital marketing, and social media strategies for a wide range of entertainment and hospitality companies. When he's not preaching the gospel of digital knowledge management, you can find this expert, Burger Tester, discussing the virtues of what makes a truly great hamburger on his Instagram account, Rev Ciencio, and hospitality marketing tips on his blog, BurgerConquest.com. Hey man, Rev, we've got a lot to unpack, and now you've got me hungry with all this (laughs) burger knowledge, but welcome to the show. Thanks. I don't make any apologies for that part of it. <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick, fast, in a hurry. Where's the best burger in the U.S.? Oh, man. This is like the hardest question in the whole world to answer. Cause I, I got to stump you from the beginning. <laughs> I don't have one favorite. I kind of have like style favorites, regional favorites, what I'm craving that day. Um, I can tell you my favorite style. That's probably the easiest way to answer that. All right. Let's go with that. I love... Uh, sort of a mix between like a classic roadside American hamburger meets like a Kansas City onion burger. So like, you know, small patty, you know, smashed on a flat griddle, you know, that basically, you know, has years of, of hamburger cooking already on it. <laughs> Fried onions, you know, American cheese and either a white squishy bun or a potato roll. You're, you're my kind of guy, Rev. <laughs> Uh, this is business life and coffee, but if I had to come up with another secondary name, I'd do business life and burgers because uh, you can't go wrong with a good burger. I, I do, my life does not exist without coffee, and I drink it more than I eat hamburgers. So we're, we're good. <laughs> uh, awesome. Hey, so Rev, let's talk about digital knowledge, man. It it seems to be a relatively new thing. You know, there are uh, cloud storage is all the rave, and a lot of what we do as businesses are in the cloud and really digital. For or even more umbrella term, but what is digital knowledge management and why do businesses need to care about it? Uh, it's like my favorite question. Much easier to answer than what is my, <laughs> what is, what is, where is my favorite hamburger? <laughs> Uh, But yeah, you're right. It's definitely sort of like a new term. Uh, But sort of the concept has been around for a while. It's now just sort of like people are realizing what this is. But digital knowledge is all the facts about your your brand or your business, like your name, your address, your phone number, your hours of operation, your products, your services, basically like any information that lives online for customers to search. And therefore, digital knowledge management is actually the process by which you source, manage and make your digital knowledge available to customers in the moments that matter. Um, and so there's a number of ways to do that. But basically, we're talking about, you know, it used to be for 20 years, how did the internet work? You know, you ask Google something and you got 10 links, right? Well, now, you know, we've seen such a, a rise in AI services like apps, maps, voice assistants, chatbots, whatever, you know, a brand or a business's information now lives all over the internet, Google, Yelp, TripAdvisor, Bing, City Search, you know, depending on who you are, you know, there's there's healthcare publishers, and you know, there's uh, home services publishers. So information about your business lives all over the internet, just on your website. And 73% of high intent traffic 
happens off your website. What, what does that mean? That means that people are making decisions about a business they're going to patronize without ever going to their website. They're getting all the information they need on Bing or they're getting all the information they need on Yelp to make a decision. And the website is actually like the last piece of the puzzle in, in sort of that that decision funnel, right? So yeah. you, got these, you have these businesses that are like, oh, I just spent 10 grand on a website. Cool. Well, I just Googled like best roofer near me and didn't get you. <laughs> and so, like, you know, it, digital knowledge is about having control of your brand and making sure that the internet has perfect information about your business. Yeah, I uh, am definitely, as a person who obviously consumes a lot of coffee at coffee shops and burgers at burger <laughs> joints, I don't get to your website until after I've hit the Yelp or I've hit the Google review or even uh, like an open table because of, you know, they're able to post pictures and yada, yada, yada. So that is so key. That is so key. And that kind of segues into understanding your reputation and what people are saying about your business. How can reputation make or break a business regardless of their industry? Man, Joey, I I don't know if you can hug through a Skype call, but I'd love to give you a hug right now. Um, Like that is absolutely like the $10,000 question when it comes to search. I think most people, you know, most businesses are pretty understanding that replying to ratings and reviews online is like a piece of customer service, right? Like we kind of get that. If somebody leaves a five-star review for your business and you say thank you to them, like they feel good. And if they leave a one-star review and you say, I'm sorry, and you take the blame, like you can make them feel good. We get that. But what I think most organizations fail to realize and what you definitely just touched on is that there's a massive SE benefit, right? And there's a massive like customer decision benefit to managing that reputation, right? The the more if you go look at Google and, and ask them like, you know, how do answers get in the map pack? One of those three factors is something called prominence. And Google defines that as your public reputation. So they're literally ranking businesses in search based on like their most recent ratings and reviews and how high they are. So if you're a business and you're not responding to your ratings and reviews or even just looking for data in them, like you're leaving customers in the dust. I mean, you really are. And and I see so many of those reviews just kind of sit there unanswered. And it's like, you could really maximize this as an opportunity to showcase your, your business if someone would, um, would take the measure. But I guess that kind of leads into the fact that, uh, you know, it's not not just important these days to have your customer service happening on a phone call or uh, in a business. The nature of the internet itself is making life more difficult for people in customer service, or I don't want to say it makes it more difficult, but your role is more all-encompassing because the internet is creating areas that you have to manage and tend to and be responsible for. Would you would you say that's kind of on basis or, or uh, not on target? No, it's 100%. I think you know, traditionally, you know, I tend to use restaurants as an example. Clearly, I like food. But, yeah. you know, people think of customer services like the smile on the hostess's face or, you know, how quickly you got seated. Was the bathroom clean? Like, did you like your food? And you're out the door and customer service is done. But in 2018 and beyond, customer service starts before anybody even knows your name. Customer service starts at a search. Customer service starts at research. Customer service starts when somebody's trying to pick where to go. And then it actually doesn't even end until you've responded to somebody and thanked them 
customer said, I'm sorry for their review. Customer service lives online now, and it is the beginning and the end of the customer journey. Awesome. Awesome. If you're just tuning into this podcast, I'm talking with Rev Ciancio, who is a burger aficionado, coffee extraordinaire, and the director of industry insights for Yext. Uh, We're talking digital knowledge management, reputation management, and now there's a fun little feature I want to shift into about influencer marketing. It's a it's a relatively new aspect. I know I'm an influencer for a few brands, uh, but what are you seeing in that space and why should businesses be paying attention to influencer marketing? I look at it this way, right? I, I saw a stat the other day, something like 40% of all browsers have ad blocking software and that's not going to go down, that's going to go up, right? So if part of your solution as a business, and I definitely started in the middle of the conversation here, is PPC or Facebook ads or Instagram ads, right? If I have an ad blocker on, I'm never going to see those, like never, right? Because I don't want them. But I'm willing to follow an influencer on YouTube or willing to, you know, follow an influencer on Instagram or Twitter and trust their recommendations. There's no ad blocking for influencer marketing, right? And 49% of the people, this was actually a, a, an Analect survey, 49% of people say they rely on recommendations from influencers when making purchase decisions. So if you have the ability to up somebody's choice of whether they're going to choose your business or not by 50% just by having somebody else who likes your product say, I like this product. Bam. I don't understand somebody who wouldn't understand that, you know? Yeah. I was listening to someone speak one day and uh, they were giving an analogy uh, and the analogy just touched on uh, influencer marketing and how that person is really into makeup, but they find themselves buying more and more makeup because every time they watch their favorite YouTube blogger talk about a new brand of makeup or a new lipstick or something, they realize like, oh, this is the next best thing. Everything else before it didn't matter. I need to get this new one. Uh, (laughs) And really, that's like the role of an influencer. Influencer's job isn't necessarily to move product. Well, it, it is in a way, but really to create a good relationship with their followers and uh, and the brands that they're representing. So I just can't wait to see where this space goes in the next year, two years, five years, because you nailed it, man. There is no ad blocker for influencer marketing. <laughs> I think influencer marketing is like word of mouth on a triple shot of espresso. Yeah. Right? Like, I know you're a coffee guy. So if I, I was going to be in your area and I was like, Joey, where should I get a coffee? I trust you, right? But if then you also have a massive audience of people that follow you on social or wherever, right? And you say, God, I just was just in DC the other day. This coffee was amazing. Like, you know, that's up in the ante there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Your uh, reputation uh, matters. And um, as far as an influencer, it's about like recreating that success you've had for someone else. What are some other trends that you're seeing in the marketing space right now that uh, that people need to be paying attention to? I mean, we, we really in a very short conversation sort of e- eclipse really where uh, what I'm seeing out there is cool. you know, the importance of, you know, managing all these public facts about your brand, the importance of managing your reputation. And I really do think influencer marketing is, is a seriously important part of the stack. I mean, let me put it to you this way. You know, if you're doing social media, right, it's been reported that the half-life of a tweet is about five to seven minutes, right? And the shelf life of a Facebook post is like five hours. So if you're a business and, you know, you're, you're doing social and you've, you've put together a, a, you know, buy one, get one free offer or a special, you know, holiday promotion or whatever it is you're doing and you've taken photos and you've written the copy and maybe there's even like a lead funnel to your website to capture their email, blah, blah, blah. You're like, you've done all this effort, right? And you go and you're like, okay, my promotional plan is to put this on Facebook and Twitter, right? Well, like five minutes later, nobody's going to see that again. 
<laughs> but, but let's say they do see it. Let's say you're a restaurant and you're promoting a new menu and you have this amazing new like chicken parm pizza. And I see that chicken parm pizza on Instagram like, damn, I need that. And I go search chicken parm pizza in Hoboken. That's near where I live. Yeah. And I don't get your restaurant. Well, you know, what was the, what was the reason for doing all of that social media and all that time you, you, you spent? Right. There was nothing you, you lost. And so, you know, by managing your digital knowledge and making sure that your information is correct everywhere, if you're promoting that chicken parm pizza, you know, or, you know, maybe you have a new, you've added something to your HVAC service that you didn't offer before, you know, installing windows now. If I can't find that information about you, like you have a leaky budget. Yeah. Well, hey, Rev, um, we've got just a couple minutes here and I want to make sure that we talk a little bit about what you're doing at Yext and uh, how you're rolling out your platform for some of the customers. So could you talk about Yext as a tool and um, ways that it's adding value to your customers? Sure. So I was actually, I'll sort of give you my backstory. So I, I sound a little more genuine and not just like a commercial. <laughs> um, I, I used to run a, a consultancy like agency where I worked with I don't know, SMB restaurants and my lead serve was kind of like, I'll do Yext for you. That's not what I called it, but that's what it was. And basically I was doing DK for all these restaurants and I was you know nobody else was really doing that and I got a lot of speed under my agency super quick and Yex called me and they were like this is awesome do you want to come work here and I'm an evangelist for this product I believe in what it does and my sort of career goal is to help businesses and I, I took that leap because I thought wow well I really like this product but also it gives me the ability to help more businesses so that that's how I got here but you know to answer your question what what does the Yex software does well it puts the business owner whether you're you know McDonald's down to you know like the local roofer it puts you in charge of your digital knowledge you open up the software and you add your name address phone number hours of operation services what credit cards you take all that stuff you pop it in and then we make sure it gets updated on hundreds of sites around the internet once you've done that right then there's a massive reputation management tool on the back end where we're going to bring all those reviews into one platform and you can easily manage your reviews at scale and then beyond that and this is really like sort of where you we have like Iron Man and Captain America. This is like where the rest of the Avengers come in. <laughs> uh, there's an intense analytics dashboard that allows you to look across the internet, across all of your analytics and understand like what's the sentiment analysis around your products or your services. You know, what what part of search are you winning on? You know, which keywords actually work for you? And so the strategy uh, portion of what this does is is incredibly scalable for a business and really can and help somebody from having that leaky budget. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. And um, do you work with particular industries or could anyone use the platform? You know, it's, it's a constantly evolving platform um, for the most part. And until very recently, it's basically been for businesses with a front door or a service area. Right. Uh, but recently we, we launched a new product that's so awesome called Yext for Events. And so this is really great for a business that is promoting, you know, in-store sales or, um, you know, maybe you're doing an actual event or, uh, and so you don't necessarily have to have like a front door to manage your events, but we allow you to manage events at scale. So uh, to answer your question, uh, it's primarily for service area and, and front door based businesses, you know, retail shops, hairdressers, hardware stores, large chains, that kind of thing, restaurants. But now with this events piece, it allows you to do so much more with your digital knowledge. Oh, that's awesome. Well, Rev, I am so glad that you were on the 
show today. And um, not only did you inspire me to check out a good onion burger, that's something I uh, I hadn't heard of before. It's a Kansas City, I'm sorry, an Oklahoma City fried onion burger. All right, I'm going to check that out. But then you've helped us build out our marketing and reputation management and why that should matter. So in the last few seconds, if you can just give like how people can reach out to you and uh, any parting thoughts that you have to share with the audience today. Sure. Well, thank you for having me on. I really enjoyed talking with you today. This was super fun. Um, easiest way to find me is I'm Rev Ciancio on all social networks. You're like, I don't know how to spell that. It's okay. Uh, you can email me Rev. It's R-E-V at yex.com. I'm happy to answer anybody's questions. Uh, and if you Google expert burger taster, I will be the top seven to 11 organic results. So a no- number of ways to sort of interact with me there. But Joey, I have a question for you. Sure. What's your standard coffee order? My standard is a cold brew with coconut milk. And then of course I put my MCT oil in there. Man, you and I can be like best friends. <laughs> I, 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 I am a cold brew 365 guy. Oh gosh. It's a game changer. <laughs> Hottest day of the year, coldest day of the year. I have a cold brew. Yeah. Sounds like my kind of guy. Man, we'll <laughs> we'll have to talk cold brew recipes later. Awesome. All really, right. really appreciate this, Joey. Thanks so much. All right. Take care, Rev. See ya. Have a great day. If you've recently started a business, why take away time from what you're good at? Only to focus on difficult, pesky HR problems. Jumpstart HR LLC offers a better solution. Jumpstart HR provides HR outsourcing support to U.S.-based small businesses and startups and was recently ranked among the top 10 HR outsourcing firms in the country, according to businessnewsdaily.com. From recruitment to employee handbooks to legal compliance, Jumpstart HR helps you get peace of mind about the people in your business. Visit jumpstart-hr.com for more information or follow on Twitter at jumpstarthr. Jumpstart HR. Let's build a better business together. Thanks for listening to the Business Life and Coffee Show with Joey Price. We hope you're inspired to become the best version of yourself after listening to our guest. What thought or idea stood out the most to you? Keep the conversation going by tweeting the show at BizLifeCoffee or our host at Joey V. Price HR with the hashtag BLCMoments. And if you like what you just heard, pass along our podcast to at least five people. Detailed show notes can be found at www.businesslifeandcoffee.com. And our full archive is available on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Google Play. This has been a Jumpstart HR production. Join us next time for another edition of the Business Life and Coffee Show.